Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Cindy Freeland. She is the author of over 18 books. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Allison. It's great to be here. You are so welcome. Give us a brief um, introduction of you and um, about your books. Okay. Again, as you said, this is Cindy Freeland, and I am a children's book author. I have written 18 books, um, maybe even more than that. Maybe it's up to 20 now. I've kind of lost track. Um, most of my books are children's books. I've written 13 for children. And the major part of the, the volume of stories has to do with the animals of the Chesapeake Bay. I live in Bowie, Maryland. Yes. Thank you, thank you. So what is the title of the book that you will be sharing today? Lila the Ladybug, A Deep Creek Lake Adventure. Wow, that is awesome. How long did it take you to write that book? All of the books take a, a varying times. Uh, sometimes it takes a couple of weeks. Sometimes it takes months. It does take my illustrator about four months to do the illustrations because I have at least 16 full-page, full-color illustrations in each of my stories so it could take up to four months to have the book published, and I self-publish my own books. And But it usually takes, I'd say, maybe at least two months to do the story. That is great. That is great. What was your inspiration for writing this particular book? I was approached by a friend of mine, Anne Davidson, who owns Deep Creek Lavender Farm in Accident, Maryland, which is western Maryland near Deep Creek Lake. So she had this wonderful story about a purple ladybug that didn't fit in. So I collaborated with her, and she and I co-authored this story together. Wow, that is really awesome. So let me ask you this question. Um, what do you want readers to gain from reading your book? Uh, okay. They, they need to gain the knowledge about the animals that live in, a, in and around the Chesapeake Bay. Um, I mostly write about the bay, but this one is about Deep Creek Lake. But the Chesapeake Bay is very important for watermen and people that eat seafood and also people that enjoy swimming and fishing and watching wildlife and taking care of them. So when I do my school presentations, I usually like to tell the children or ask them how they can help keep the animals safe and healthy. So they usually learn and they usually tell me that picking up trash is the main way of helping to keep the animals healthy. Okay. Share with us a reading insert from your book. 
Okay. Again, this is Lila the Ladybug, a Deep Creek Lake adventure, and it is co-authored by Ann Davidson, and she is the owner of Deep Creek Lavender Farm. Lila the Ladybug was born to loving parents. She was happy living with her mom, dad, brother Billy, and sister Iris. They lived in the garden near a popular farm in Accident, Maryland. The garden had flowering herbs, including dill, fennel, and cilantro for cooking. It also had gorgeous, brightly colored zinnias, asters, and sunflowers. Lila knew she was loved, but she also knew she was different. Her mom called her Lila, my little lavender ladybird. Ladybird is another name for ladybug. Lila was a beautiful shade of lavender, not the bright red like the rest of her family. She had a pink face and a happy smile. Some of the other ladybugs teased Lila. They said, we don't want to play with you. You don't look like us. Because of her special color, Lila wasn't allowed to play outside with friends and siblings. The red color of ladybugs keeps them safe from birds and other predators. It tells predators that the ladybugs may not taste very good. Lila, your lavender color looks delicious. Birds, frogs, wasps, spiders, and dragonflies may think you're a tasty treat. You must stay close to home for your protection. I'm sorry, but a mother's job is to keep her children safe from harm, said Lila's mom. You're actually welcome to read more. I thought it was going to be um, a little longer, and I definitely enjoy the story. Okay, well, good. I'll read a few more pages. Lila was miserable. Her brother and sister would try to cheer Lila up by telling her about the exciting places they visited and the adventures they experienced. But it only made Lila more miserable. All she wanted to do was play with her friends and siblings. She loved eating aphids, which are garden pests. Billy and Iris were sad, too. They missed playing with their sister. Before they knew of the danger to Lila, the three would spend the day chasing each other and playing wonderful games. Lila dreamed of the perfect place where she would fit in. It would be a place, a lavender ladybird place, where she wouldn't be teased because of her special color. Wow. That is, I, I love the story. I really do. <laughs> Thank I you. really do. Um, let me ask you this question. Name two or three of your other books, just in case um, the listening audience would like to um, purchase your Okay, um, sure. Okay, sure. I started the series in 2013 with Jordan the Jellyfish. And then I went on to do Curtis the Crab and Heather the Honeybee. And I, as I mentioned, most of those stories are about the animals of the Chesapeake Bay. Yes. Now, um, this is another question. What are your goals as a writer? 
I would like to do more school presentations. I Right now I only do a few in the springtime, March and April, usually are the, when the schools need me. And so I'd like to do more. And, of course, with some of the issues now, I'm not able to do many vendor events or the schools. But I would like to do more school presentations as well as doing some paid self-publishing online classes. So I think I want to do that too. That sounds good. That sounds good. Share with us um, your latest work. Okay. Or the any of your upcoming one, events. Mm-hmm. The latest one is Owen the Oriole, and that was collaborated with another co-author, and that is, um, her name is Barbara Rue. Okay, and you're welcome to share a little bit um, about that book, too. Okay. That's about a Baltimore Oriole bird, and he discovers that there is an egg that is being thrown around, which it actually happens to be a baseball. So he wants to save this egg, and uh, so he gets all these friends to help him with that. Wow, that is nice. Now, how can readers um, get in contact with you if they wanted to purchase any of your books? Okay, well, all of my books are on my own website, which is the letter C for Chesapeake. So it's C Bay Kids with an S, books with an S dot com. C Bay Kids Books dot com. They're also available on Amazon. And they're available in 65 retail locations in Maryland. That is great. And, you know, if I'm not mistaken, you have an Amazon um, page with all of your books, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. And they can, and they can also find me on Facebook as well. Okay. Okay. That is good. Is there anything that you would like to share to leave with the um, audience? you are definitely welcome to. Okay. Well, as I mentioned, I self-publish. I format and self-publish all of my own books. And with that, it is very, very easy to do with Ingram Spark. It's a website called Ingram Spark. And it, it, you do have to pay for it, but they do give you a refund if you buy certain books, um, certain number of books. But it's, it's very easy to be able to do that if you follow the instructions on the website. Okay. You know, that's good advice because sometimes um, I'm always getting that people want to get their book, you know, published or do things with their book, but they just don't know how. So definitely Ingram Spark Spark is one of the ways to go. Mm -hmm. And um, you said you do the formatted and all for your book. And you yeah. have an illustrator, so the illustrator does the cover for your book? The I have several illustrators. Um, I'd like to give different people different chances to, to help me with that. Um, so some of them are in the United States. Some of them are outside the country. Um, John Munson did the first four books in the series, in the Chesapeake series, and he lives here in Bowie, Maryland also. Um, so the illustrators are the big expense. I usually have a certain amount of money that I, and I don't know if you want me to mention that or not. No, you're fine with that. 
Okay. Um, I usually spend about $1,000 per book, and I usually make that in back in sales within the first year. But $1,000 is my limit per book, uh, and it's mostly for the illustrations inside the book and for the back and the front covers. Okay, because I know you wanted to mention about um, self-publishing. So that's good because a lot of times – People don't know how much certain things cost, and it's good to kind of, you know, know what you need up front when you're getting ready to um, self-publish a book. Or just right. um, any book, even if you go with a um, publishing company, you still need to know some of the costs so you can right. get ready to um, prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted you to briefly give us your um, – it wasn't your latest book. There was another book that I wanted you to um, talk about. If you have a third book you would like to talk about, that would be awesome before we get ready to close out. Okay. Um, well, I did start a business. I, I really wasn't going to mention this, but I did start a business in 1997, and it's Maryland Secretarial Services. And I really have been retired from that, so I really don't do a whole lot of work. But I did write a book about it, about the industry and how to start it. And I did uh, some classes at two community colleges, so I'm actually an adjunct professor for some of those um, for that class. But it's called The American Virtual Assistant, and it's 210 pages, and it is available on Amazon. But you know what, um, Cindy, that's really, really good to know because that virtual, um, you said virtual book? Yes, virtual assistant. Yes, that's really good to know that you um, have that book out too. Um, So that way they'll know if someone needs to kind of follow how to do certain things that you have in that book. So I'm definitely glad that you shared that book. And honestly, I forgot about it because I remember going on your website, and then I think you were at a, like you said, at a college or a school somewhere, and I saw you um, speaking. And um, we are getting ready to close out, and I am so, so happy to have you on the line with me. I know we met, I don't know, about (laughs) seven years ago at a book signing. I know, it seems like it's just yesterday, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, but I know it's been a while, and every time the picture comes up on Facebook, I'm like, oh, my God, that was so many years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to take this time and um, thank you for coming on. And on behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, where we – at Arthur's Chat with Allison, would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us, wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.